Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. I'm in for Michelle Constant, who's going to be back with you next week. She's away uh, today, so I'm just holding the fort for her until 10 o'clock. My name is Pimelo Motina. You're on SAFM. All right. So I asked the question when we started the the show, and I said, what has happened in your life um, during these really strange times this year? How has your reading pattern changed? Or, Or has your reading pattern not changed? And I was telling you about how mine have. Okay, so how I found that I've gravitated to more, I don't know, but the kind of stories that make me feel better, if that makes any sense, make me feel more connected and maybe are more enriching in my human experience. Um, And I'm starting to shy away a lot more from darker fiction. And that's not because it's not good. Sometimes by really great authors, but I am, I'm shying away. I feel a bit more fragile and I, I don't think I can handle it at the moment. And I asked you what, you know, what has changed in your reading patterns at the moment? And, um, I've got a wonderful, um, SMS as well, uh, from, um, Kingsley, who's in German. And in fact, before I read this SMS, I want to bring in my, my guest this afternoon, uh, general manager at Exclusive Books, Bacha Bricker, who is going to be a part of this conversation. Conversation because Bacha is is asking us, you know, how our reading patterns have changed, and I've also um, was also saying, you know, they have picked up some trends there as well. So Bacha is going to be on a line with us. But Kingsley, we've decided to call Kingsley and actually ask Kingsley. Uh, afternoon, I keep saying afternoon. Kingsley, it's it's been a long morning. Morning, how are you? Good morning. <laughs> how are Good morning, you? I'm Kai <laughs> Kingsley. No, thank you so much, man, for responding. So, Kinsley, what are you reading at the moment? You're saying you're between three books at the moment. Yeah, I've been uh, sort of jumping around between three books. But one is one I've been haggling with for a long time. It's a very, it's not a long book, but it's 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 a, it's a difficult read by uh, Eckhart Tolle, which is The Power of Now. Love him, love him. Um, and then there's another one, which is a collection of murders and mysteries of Southern Africa, which is called Beyond Belief. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a wonderful anthology of novellas called Criminal Records, edited by Otto Pensler. I like, man, well, now Kingsley, don't call it a biblical read because people are going to now shy away from it. It's, let's call it a spiritual read. <laughs> a spiritual <He's>, read. <laughs> yes, he's not biblical. He's oh, no, spiritual. no, I, I, I didn't mean biblical. I mean difficult. Oh, I see. You said difficult. I'm yes. thinking, no, man, don't call him biblical. People are going to shy away. But it's, is it difficult? You're finding it it's difficult, especially now? I, I do find it difficult because, you know, it's the, the concepts that he, he's bringing through mm. are, are fascinating, but the way in which is, it's written, it mm. feels like he's pulling teeth. So mm. I wish it was, it was written in a, in a sort of an easier way to digest. Mm. You, you kind of read two or three pages yeah. and then you have to go away and two days later you come back and read another three or four pages. Yeah. So. That's what I mean by difficult. It's very interesting. Yeah, no, 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 I, and I think I think it's actually a, a lovely selection for this time because you, it's the difficult work that makes it so difficult. Hey, Kingsley, it's the difficult work Absolutely. that you have to do. Lovely. Thank you so much for your response there. I really love that. Um, Abacha Bricker. So, are people reading differently? Good morning. Good morning, and good morning to your listeners. Um, are people reading differently, mm. or have they read differently over the last year? Most. Definitely. Mm. Um, I know for myself, um, you know, I I read a lot more and I already, the bar was quite high because uh, 
I'm a book person, so mm. I read a lot. But I know there were some people who kind of used that opportunity of lockdown to revisit the works of Shakespeare or to read all Charles Dickens' novels. So there were people like that. Mm. And then there were people who simply could not concentrate and are only now kind of coming out of that funk. Mm. So wherever you are, it doesn't really matter um, because there's a book kind of for everybody, really. And I was interested in, in Kingsley's um, comments mm. on the power of now mm. and uh, Eckhart Tolle, because what we did see during lockdown mm. is that like you, like Kingsley, so many readers were looking for books to reframe their perspective, to find a different way of looking at the world. Yeah. And Certainly um, inspiring, nourishing, it's what you were talking about, nourishing books, books that can kind of feed you. So most readers were looking for that, and we saw that in our bestsellers. So books like Eckhart Tolle, which is years old, and mm. um, saw a spark. Books like uh, Robert Sharma, mm. the Robin Sharma, the Monkey Sold His Ferrari, mm. um, the Leketi the, um, Prince which The Little Prince, which is a fable, a life fable. So those kinds of books are the books that did so incredibly well during lockdown. So, in fact, you've just reminded me of books that I had forgotten about. The monkey sold his Ferrari. I mean, that's that's yeah. years old, and and it's I, I haven't seen it in a while. So, is it back on shelves? It it is, and um, in fact, there there were many titles yes. that we um, that that saw a resurgence. Um, Le Petit right. Prince is about fifty years old. Yes, um, a book like Victor Frankl's um, yes. Man's Search for Meaning, which yes. is the kind of quintessential. Uh, logotherapy book and, and book about reframing life and mm. um, did incredibly well and that was obviously written after the Second World War mm. so what we're seeing is, is a, a revisit of people just wanting to, to examine life to examine ways of living ways of looking at the world and, and we've all had that experience this year just uh, reconsidering our lives and what's important and what we value you so know that's, that's Yes, we saw in, in a very strong trend over the year. You know, it's it's absolutely phenomenal because I'm also seeing a lot is happening. So so we are getting a lot more um, addition to the, the 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 world of literature. You know, there is a support mm. coming from podcasts, from virtual yeah. events, and so on. And I know that you guys have just launched something really interesting, cover to cover, recently, which is also going to add another dynamic a dynamic to all of this. There is a need, isn't there, for for more depth for more conversation, for more literature to be expanded, isn't there? Yes, there is indeed. And I think the South African context is that we saw a reduction in places where you could talk about books. Mm. And um, we're finding that those people are hungry for those conversations. So it was really important for us to find other avenues and to to encourage all avenues of conversation around books. Um, there, There are many people who were not readers that lockdown forced them to become readers, and they have since found the joy in that. So we've definitely seen a shift in trend and in in reading habits and in readers. You know, people who um, traditionally did not consider themselves readers are picking up books and making them part of their entertainment um, non-screen uh, repertoire. Yeah, you know what? What I've seen um, recently. Well, I mean, not necessarily. That there was there were fewer conversations. I think there were. They were just not as as mainstream and as 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 supported by big 
um, big money. Maybe that's the word. Um, but you are absolutely right. We were seeing a lot more, you know, these uh, very small uh, get-togethers of people. So whether it's family, close friends, sort of small book clubs and so on, doing their own thing. Are we starting to see that publishers, for instance, and um, I don't know whether to call it funders, but are publishers starting to move in that direction where we're amplifying the voices of where literature is going? Yeah, and, you know, COVID was disruptive for so many things, um, and this year has been disruptive. And so the existing channels where mm. you could talk about books, where you could amplify, et cetera, um, disappeared. Yeah. And yet, you're quite right. There was a kind of grassroots growth of people just having their own conversations, which in a way is the best way to talk about books because it's authentic and it's personal and there's nothing like a personal recommendation from someone who knows you or you know. So um, those, that has sprung up, and uh, certainly there's, from an exclusive books perspective, a desire to support wherever we can yeah. those conversations and to amplify them. Yeah. Um, you talk about big money. There's never been big money in books, um, I'm sad no, no. to say. <laughs> no, and, you know... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, you know, actually, I, I, I was and saying that, and I, and, now. no, and uh, let me see, let me tell you, I was saying that, and I, and I almost held my breath when I said big money because I thought to myself, what, what am I talking about? Okay, let me rephrase it. But I, I, it's, um, I'm saying this because you're absolutely right. What we've seen in this past year is that it's it's completely been diminished. So what the little bit that was there has has meant that festivals that would have otherwise been really better funded were just not able to carry on, or they had to go quite small and so on. So so maybe what I'm saying is, I mean, how how are we going to get back um, the the money that was there? to continue yes. kind of not completely diminished because that's my concern that if we hold, right. if we do not support uh, these initiatives, then, then it's, it's almost, it, that's it. Right. I mean, then, then we doomed almost. Yep. Yeah. Pamela, I think you, you, what you said is, is uh, we can completely echo, you know, um, during lockdown, it was very interesting for us. We have a, a loyalty program called Fanatics. Yeah. And the more books you buy, the yes. points you get, and, yeah. and, and you kind of get rewards that way. Mm. And we saw in the percentage, you know, the regular percentage of sales attributed to Fanatics in the normal course. And we saw that percentage rise um, enormously mm. over this last year, which tells us that it was Fanatics, it was loyal book buyers who kept us going. Mm. And I can tell you that it was touch and go for exclusive books. At Your some point, I, mean, I can really? say that now because really? uh, we, we we kind of passed that um, that that cliff. That I'm cliff shocked. Hanger, thank God. I'm I'm, um, I'm shocked. I'm I'm I'm. Look, I've got to take a moment to take that in because <laughs> if. Um, a big retailer like Exclusive Books can yeah. say that. One has to take into account what that must have meant for the small guy. Let me take a quick break, but I'll be back with you. And no. I'm, I'm also going to take your calls. I'll take them on 011-714-2006. I'll also take your WhatsApp notes on 0614-104-107. The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. Good morning, Pamela. This is Sifiso from Pretoria. Um, reading patterns, yeah, I think during this lockdown, I found myself um, reading a lot of books that had to do with the financial wellness, um, 
books about uh, just looking after myself like uh, for instance um, uh, a leader with no title the monk that stole its ferrari the alchemist so those are the type of books that i started to 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 focus more on even if books that i read before in the past i just reread them again just to get back to um, that frame of of, of thought <laughs> so yeah thanks interesting question Thank you so much for that voice note. Bacha Bricker is a general manager at Exclusive Books. And we're talking books. We're talking what you're reading at the moment. How have your reading patterns changed over this past year? I certainly have, have noticed a change in my reading patterns. But we, we're really talking about the literary world as well. Um, and uh, Bacha Bricker is with us. And there's a little um, message coming through. Morning SAFM, currently reading It, Tyrone B in Cape Town. And he's reading Robin Sharma, uh, Leadership, uh, Wisdom and from the... Um, that's from the monk who sold his Ferrari. So that's it's no, 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 Basha, you're right. Um, a lot of us are trying to find ourselves in books at the moment. I think we are looking, we're looking somewhere to connect with something. And, and the literary world has really certainly been a refuge for me, I have to say. I cannot believe, Basha, that you're saying that you you almost called it a day as exclusive books. I, I just cannot believe that. Yeah, it's it, 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 as I say, it was touch and go. We had to make some very serious um, choices, mm. uncomfortable choices. And, you know, some people think, and this is, I'm sure you've seen it as well, this kind of knock-on effect mm. of lockdown. Mm. So, um, you know, because hours were reduced in the mall, exclusive books traditionally has always been a late, we, we've always operated late, ah. and that has allowed us yeah. to to have um, nice staffers who are often students, who mm. are intense book people, passionate book people, mm. and we had no shifts. We had no shifts for night workers, for our oh. night staff, and that actually has a big impact on our on the culture of our company because there's a book lovers, there are people who love books. Um, and so just a simple thing like the reduced hours, which of course we understand for the greater good, mm. um, but it, that had an impact and had a huge impact, mm. particularly on all our lifestyle. Mm. So, um, you know, I think I think for, for us as a company, we had to make some really uh, dramatic decisions. Thank God, I think we're, we're good um, and we're out of the, the worst part. But I, we, we just cannot sympathize enough for the small guys, for the independents, um, who just simply don't have that runway to play with. Jeez, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite saddened to hear that because I think it's quite a stark reality to to what it is that we've been we've been going through actually as a country as a people mm. um and and this that also the diminishing um disposable income that there just probably wasn't enough out there you know uh, for people to spend on the things that they love and so it's so it's so I'm glad you're over the worst and I hope it's going to stay that way uh, quickly Bacha, tell us about this new um platform that you've put, put together I think it's it's called cover to cover by Joanne Joseph and, and yes. Eusebius Makaiser Yes, so we have two seasoned journalists who love books, who are passionate about reading, and the intention was to get more people reading. Um, and so we chose we, we chose to work with uh, voices that we thought would appeal across the board. Um, and they they've chosen. We just launched it, and, and it, it streams on YouTube. It's on social media. We may go to a kind of more conventional media in time. But for now, it was just another opportunity to shout books, to shout reading, 
um, and to get more people to not only read books, but dare say buy books, because the buying of books is what keeps the industry alive. Um, so it, it's really quite important. Uh, you know, one, one can't be uh, embarrassed <laughs> about hoping to sell more books. Um, an example there is, as you mentioned, many all our events were obviously cancelled for the year, and we haven't been able to have any in-store events. In-store events are really important because it brings people to the bookstore, even people who are not traditionally readers. And may, they may come because they're friendly with the author or they like the topic or they want the vibe. Mm. And so they come and they, they kind of immerse themselves in a bookstore. And often when you're in a bookstore, it's the serendipity of finding a book or seeing a cover that you love or seeing something that you think you'll enjoy and picking it up and buying it. So we didn't have that this year, which is, has been a huge loss for us. We launched a whole range of um, online events, webinars, workshops, mm. um, Zoom sessions, etc. And it's interesting. We we found that we get three times the audience. So the audience is much bigger, which is brilliant. I mean, we're just so excited about that. Mm. But we sell far fewer books. Mm. So it becomes, um, it, it's not really a viable model mm. for us to roll out in, in kind of 2021 as the alternative to, to real live launches. I think... Sure. I think we're going to have to find a hybrid for next year. So, so, so just just talk me through it. So, what you're saying is that perhaps, um, unlike the big events that we traditionally are used to seeing that uh, exclusive would host, you, you almost probably going to go this route where it's going to be. Um, you said maybe a bit of a hybrid where we could probably join online and maybe you use the new platform uh, cover to cover. I mean, I don't know if that's the only platform, but maybe that you use a space, virtual spaces to, to engage um, readers in that way. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to have to do both, but we're going to have to find a way that's going to keep, keep the industry afloat as well mm. um, and keep people buying books and engaging you know, with the product, the book as a product. Mm. So I think that's going to be important. And you mentioned the the festival. Yeah. For us, it's a huge loss not to have had the festivals yeah. this year, yeah. and we are really hoping that they will revive. In in and, and that's really dependent on what happens in the country, what happens with our numbers. That's not dependent on the book industry. That's dependent on on our border context. Yeah. You, I mean, what we're having now is, is, is almost an uncomfortable conversation. It's a difficult conversation because I think <laughs> what then, as you said, uh, exclusive had to make some really difficult decisions, um, are sometimes uncomfortable. And I think it's exactly where everybody's finding themselves and, and the fact that there is no luxury of time to think it through and, and, you know, to, to right. test things out because things are so tight as well. So look, I mean, I, I think, I'm so glad that it survived this period and I hope it's going to stay this way. But we, we are here to, to, to support book lovers and I think to encourage everybody to, to go back and read, especially now. So perhaps the anxiety is not quite gone, but the festive season gives us that, that breathing space. And maybe if you're looking to buy a Christmas gift, books are the way to go. That's just kind of my two cents worth. That's what I'm buying anyway. But just thank you. Thank yeah, you well. so much for talking to us. Thank you. Thank you, Bacha Bricker is a general manager at Exclusive Books. Sure, what a conversation. That brings us to nine o'clock. Let's go to the very latest in SABC News.